This is a very powerful story that helps us to also understand what God has done in Jesus for us by bringing us into his mystical body. We are the members of Christ. Um, and a priest, an ordained priest, even shares in the headship of Christ. But with all of that said, that we are still in the mystical body of Christ. Now, God alone is the one who can turn a heart from being spiritually dead to alive. He's the only one who can do that. He has the power to resurrect a soul, to resurrect a person, not just bodily, but much more than what he did for Lazarus, to cleanse a person of their rejection of God, to forgive somebody of their rejection of God, to heal someone who is spiritually dead and not alive in God. That's a much bigger deal than bringing back to life a body as wondrous as the miracle of Lazarus rising from the dead is, it still doesn't equate with what God does for the soul, where the intellect and the will is, the capacity to know, to come to know in a way that no other physical animal or creature can. A dog can't, a giraffe can't come to know rationally that God loves it. A human person can. And a giraffe or a dog cannot freely respond because they don't know rationally that God loves them. That's how they're created. That's how they're created. They're wonderful in their creation, but we are the image and likeness of God. We have the capacity to know freely and rationally that God has created us and that God loves us and that God sustains us, and now that God forgives us and offers us his grace. And then we have the will. It's in our soul. It's a power of the soul to respond freely to what we know, to respond freely as the image and likeness of God to say, as I have been loved freely, I want to love back freely. I do that with my own free choice, but I rely on your power, God, to be able to do this. To be able to live and share in your very life is a power and a grace that you have bestowed upon me. It's not anything that I can do. No matter how smart I am, no matter how good naturally I am, to live and share in your very life, God, is not something that I have the power to do by myself. It's a gift that is given to me, and I rationally can know that, and I can freely respond generously and with gratitude and trust to say, I believe, I'll follow you. With that said, and now knowing that we have been brought into the mystical body of Christ, that we actually cooperate and participate with the Messiah, we can participate to help bring people back who are dead spiritually. Not exactly how God does it. God is the only one who can res resurrect a soul, but being that we share in the life of Christ, we have a part to play. 
that God, that Jesus, who is God in his humility, lets us participate and share in actually bringing back a person dead in spirit to life. One who is away from God, dead, to come back to life. That's a bigger deal than resurrecting Lazarus from the tomb. It's a bigger deal. Hence, we can see what has happened in this gospel today. What this man received spiritually in the forgiveness of sins was a much bigger deal than the healing of his paralysis. If I'm paralyzed and I make it to heaven, great. If I'm healed of my paralysis and say, God, I don't want you forever and I go to hell, not great. I may have received a miracle and still didn't want the love of God and I didn't want to respond to it. A miracle will not save us. Nowhere does Jesus say, your miracle has saved you. He says, though, your faith has saved you. A miracle will not save us in itself. Walking on water will not save us. Jesus saves us. And hence, and yet, look at what happens when these four men drop the paralytic through the roof. Their intercessory power, their faith. Because Jesus, it says here, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to him, the, para the paralytic, child, your sins are forgiven. When Jesus sees the faith of four other people, he looks to this paralytic and says, your sins are forgiven. This is why it is so important that we stay in a state of grace and give God our sins, especially our grave sins, so that we can be alive. Why remain dead if God is offering us life? Why remain dead? Accept life for yourself if you need forgiveness of grave sins and then walk with Jesus and let him allow you to participate in bringing other people back to life. Our lady at Fatima said many souls go to hell because they have no one to sacrifice and pray for them. There's a great mystery here of our connection with the salvation of souls. And it's because, in a very special way, because we are brought into the mystical body of Christ. If we understand that, then we understand confession much more deeply. When I go to confession, especially if I have grave sins, if you go to confession, any person, especially if there's grave sins, you're not just reconciled with God. That's the big deal. That's the big heart of it. We need to be reconciled with God, but you're being reconciled also with all the people because we've been brought into the mystical body of Christ. It's not just, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. It's, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm sorry, forgive me. In the confessional, God is taking that and you're bringing you back into reconciliation with himself and with the body. 
because my sins wound all of you. All the sins that you don't see, if I'm rude, if I'm impatient, they're wounding you. This is the real deal. All the good works that I do, even the ones you don't see, even when I say thank you, God, for having sneezed for the eighth time in a row if I'm sick, and I said, thank you, I don't feel, I'm not going to complain. That's a good work. And somehow that's bringing help of life to the rest of the body of Christ. Because they're united to Jesus, our little works out of love with Jesus are united to God, and we're all in one body. So if a hand is doing a good deed, well, then I can drink the coffee because it's doing what it's created to do. If the hand says, I'm not going to pick up that cup of coffee, then the body's going to still feel tired because it's not going to get the coffee. That's a little bit of an analogy to understand our role to play, even if we feel like our role is this big. Think of what a cup of coffee can do for a person who's tired and the amount of work they can get done and the refreshment that they feel and the joy if they have shared it with others because they were able to pick it up. So if somebody in some little nook in the world is just doing their little part in love with the Lord, the rest of the body is coming to life, is breathing new life, is feeling new strength, somewhat like being able to drink a cup of coffee because the hand is doing what it's only supposed to be doing and the rest of the body feels the effect of that. And that's just a cup of coffee. But somebody can say, well, I'm just sweeping a corner of a room, but you're doing it with God. And the rest of the body is benefiting from that. So I leave you just with an image. You have the mystical body of Christ and you look at a stained glass window and somebody told me a story and said, um, they, they asked, I think it was like a child, like, what's a saint? And the child said, somebody who you can see the light pass through or somebody who lets the light pass through. That's what a saint is. Great. We're not the light. God is the light. But he lets his light pass through us. And then we can see the splendor of creation. Everybody benefits from it. You walk into a church and the sun is shining and the stained glass windows are faced properly so that they can reach and experience the light of the sun, go through them. And then everybody looks in amazement at the images and the colors because they can see it. And everybody's benefiting from it and learning from the, the stories that are on these stained glasses about the life of Christ and Mary and Joseph and all these things, angels. Well, we're a lot higher than a stained glass window. You can, can, you can see yourself as a stained glass window. You can see yourself as a jewel or a ruby or a diamond or an emerald in the body of Christ. And as we change and keep growing into that union with God and we keep converting more, which means to turn in Latin. Keep turning more and more into the life of Christ to be more like him by his power as he draws us by his crucifixion and resurrection. He draws us and we turn that gem, that ruby, that diamond, that emerald, that stained glass now faces more and more directly into the light of the sun. 
into the light of Christ. Coming from his heart, the merciful rays and the light can pass through it. And the whole body of Christ who didn't know you feels the effect. Because now that that diamond or that ruby is right there in the heart of Christ, exactly where it needs to be, turned in the position it needs to be, and Jesus, the light of the world, is shining through it, and it's going throughout the entire body of Christ. And everybody's looking in amazement, going, how beautiful, how inspiring. Wow. Wow, I can see, I can see the glory of God through you. I'm inspired. I want to be like that. What do I do? And you can tell them, come and see. Come to Mass, where what Jesus did for us on the cross, his suffering, his death, and his resurrection is made present. Come and see how every person has been healed and redeemed and forgiven and transformed because of what Jesus did out of love and obedience to his Father. And now he offers it to us in this mystery of the Mass. Go to confession and experience the mercy of Jesus Christ through a priest saying to you, your sins are forgiven. As this man heard it in today's gospel, go experience your own gospel story in the confessional and have your sins forgiven and then come to mass and worship. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.